Hi, I'm Avalon Starlight, and you are listening to the Rebel Unicorns podcast. This season, I'm super stoked because we are talking about something very near and dear to my heart, chakras, and how they can completely transform your life and your business. Listen each week as I share my own chakra experiences, as well as introducing you to incredible guests with their own chakra stories. Are you ready? Let's get our rebel on. Hey, rebel unicorns. I'm so excited to record this episode with you. Um, this particular week is probably one of the most potent chakras that we can be talking about. For me personally, 2020, one is my year that I'm even going even deeper into this third chakra found at your navel. It is your solar plexus. It is where we hold our belief in ourselves. And I'm going to break this down in a way that I hope will help you understand why you sometimes feel the way that you do and what you can do to shift from a space of not claiming your authority or your intuition, gut instincts, feelings in your solar plexus to a place where it's the first place that you tap into when you're going to make any decisions in your life or business. You see, our solar plexus is kind of like the energetic junk drawer. You know, we all have this in our house. It's that one place where, you know, pens, elastics, paper clips, whatever you don't know what to do with, you kind of throw it into this material junk drawer. Well, in your physical body, the third floor of your energetic body is your energetic junk drawer. So this means that you know, throughout your life, when people are saying things to you, when they are, you know, when you, so let me give you some examples here, just so that we can have some clarity. Like if you were a kid and your parents used to say, you know, kids are meant to be seen, not heard. This is a belief that you would then attach to yourself, place it in the solar plexus, and then it would affect how you used your voice, like being able to speak your truth or ask for what you want. Another example of this, it would be like if your parents were really frustrated when they came home and they you were singing and dancing all around the house and... Your parent maybe was cranky and said, you know, be quiet. You can't sing anyway. And they don't mean it. They're just in, you know, they're doing the best that they can. But in that moment, you stop singing. You stop being who you were here to be because all of a sudden you question that. Am I really a good singer? Is my voice bad? It can be that, you know, you got good grades in school, but your parents would say things like, you know, you could do better. And I mean, you probably could, and they weren't being mean or malicious, but all of a sudden you believed that nothing ever you ever did was good enough for anybody. And so these types of experiences, events in our lives create these vibrational frequencies that we then store in our solar plexus, which become the basis of our current set of standards that we hold on to and say, you know what, this is who I am and this is what I'm capable of. And so in a perfectly aligned solar plexus, you are radiating your soul's calling, your mission out into the world. You're working with the people that you're here on this earth to work with. You're excited about each day. I mean, 
I hope you know when I say this, there is no such thing as utopia. We are always learning and growing and expanding, but you look forward to the day. You're a general happy person. Things do hurt like experiences, but you, you know how to work through them fairly quickly, right? True success, especially energetically is when something external happens and we're able to feel it to the other side faster. So like significance, external disruption, we don't push it down into the solar plexus, ignore it, not deal with it, but we feel it through to the other side and what would take years, months, or days now takes hours. That's ultimately what success is, right? And so when you're perfectly aligned and you're feeling really good about who you are, then you are deserving and worthing of all success. You stand very strong in your seat of authority. You listen to your uh, intuition and you have a good sense of your knowing. And your knowing is just like this ball of truth that you can tap into if somebody were to troll you on Facebook or any other social media platforms where if you like go into the aligned solar plexus, you'd be like, uh-uh, that ain't true, right? Like I am so aligned with, with who I am. Now, when your solar plexus is kind of like, not quite functioning at its highest, and you are um, really allowing the divine flow to come in through your crown and make its way through your chakras, and if it gets to your solar plexus and you're still holding on to beliefs that you picked up when you were little, and they're not of your highest value, a couple ways that you will know that you're out of alignment in your your solar plexus is you will begin to really have imposter syndrome, right? Because if you're not deserving and you're not worthy, the opposing side of that coin is that I'm not good enough. Nothing I do is good enough. Nothing that I am is good enough. And so imposter syndrome is that, right? Like, uh, you know, I can put this, this podcast out, but it's just not good enough. There's many podcasters out there. I'm not going to write a book because, you know, who's going to read my book anyway? Those kinds of things. You don't believe that you belong in, in certain, um, you know, groups or networks or masterminds. And so we get that, that belief of we are not enough. The other way that this is going to kind of show up is in perfectionism. Because again, what you're doing isn't enough, good enough. You want to be perfect. Again, I gave you the example of, you know, your parents talking about the grades, those kinds of things. And so perfectionism is again, trying to prove to yourself that you are good enough, which is all again, the solar plexus is, is really just collecting a lot of beliefs. And if you've never gone or even thought about working in your solar plexus, I mean, however old you are, you're carrying that many versions of what people have said to you or have, you know, impressed upon you. And when, before the age of, I believe seven, you don't even have a conscious brain. You are just an open vessel of creating your subconscious. There is nothing to reject information. You allow in everything that everybody is saying and everything that you're witnessing. And this becomes the foundation of your subconscious, but also the foundation of your belief system. So we've got the imposter syndrome, we've got the perfectionism. And, you know, the other piece of this is that you believe that 
you know, and, and this was me before I started working on my chakras, right? Because the, the ultimate underlying thing is I'm not enough. You know where you feel like you have to do more, more research. You need to have more information. You need to get more certifications. You need to have more like schooling. You need to have, you have to have more in order for people to respect you or to be seen as an authority in your field. And I was guilty of this because I wanted to get, take all of the mini courses, you know, like the three day weekend things to have a whole folder of like tarot card reader and, you know, all my Reikis and every single, uh, you know, crystal workshop. And I wanted to have a billion certifications. So if somebody were to ever question my credibility, I'd be like, look at this like an interrogation table. I have like studied enough to still not feel good about myself. Truth be told at that time, I didn't, it didn't matter how many things I would have gotten certified in. I wasn't good enough. Right. And that is like the basic imbalance or misalignment of your solar plexus. So what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? When our solar plexus is at a place where nothing that we play, feel that we are putting out, nothing that we're offering into the world, nothing that we, you know, can connect to as being through us is going to be of service, is, is going to be noticeable, is going to be good for somebody, right? Like, who are we to help people? We don't have the education or we may not have the credibility or I've never had a client before. So what do we do? Oh my goodness, Avalon, what do I do when I'm feeling this way? Guys, it's a process. Let me just tell you, the solar plexus is a bit of a process because, you know, I often say when you open up your junk drawer and you look inside it, do you go like, yeah, okay, I know where to put all these things if they're not going to be in this junk drawer? No, you're like, holy crap, what am I going to do with all of this stuff? Like, it could be used at some point. Maybe it wouldn't be used. I'm like confused. So one of the things that I would recommend or suggest that you do is be willing when you're having those sensations or feelings of perfectionism, imposter syndrome, where you're not feeling like you're deserving or worthy of whatever accolade, compliment, success. Um, if you're feeling like you don't want to be seen or heard as a authority in your field is to begin the process of pulling out of the energetic drunk drawer, which scenario, experience, person, event, each of these is tied to, right? Think about like a, a ball of yarn and you just begin the process of unspooling it, right? You can't just make a big ball of yarn be not in a ball and just unspooled in front of you with like the I dream of genie not of your head. You begin unwinding and untangling. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, you know, we have to be willing to let go of everything we've ever been taught in order to become who we are meant to be. That's what your solar plexus is. Because we are fed our parents' beliefs. We witness them living a particular life. And so we associate that as also being for us. And so when something in your external world happens and you have a response to it, this is where you begin to say, where did this come from? An example of this is, let's just say you uh, had a partner and they cheated on you and you were driving down 
the the like a road a highway wouldn't help you see this but you were driving down the road and you looked into a blue sedan and you saw your partner making out with somebody else right you would then have a response energetically hormonally um in your nervous system every time you saw a blue sedan right every time you saw a blue sedan you would have this reaction of witnessing your partner cheating on you so you wouldn't like ultimately you probably wouldn't recognize that what was happening immediately, right? You would go through your life and then you'd just be like driving down the road, a blue sedan would, would pass you and you would get heart palpitations or you would realize something was happening in your body, but you wouldn't necessarily associate it right away. So when we're pulling out uh, belief systems that are no longer of our highest value. This is this is the level of work. You're, you're willing to go into that and say, like, why am I having this physical reaction right now? Why is this unsettling me? Where is this coming from? And then allow yourself to be guided to, like I said, the event, the person, the experience that it's tied to and hold it in your hands. You know what I mean? And be like, is this who I am now? Does this serve the person I'm becoming? If it doesn't, then, you know, we can make it pretty quick and easy and we can release it into, you know, I often say you can just have the divine pickup truck, like garbage truck, beep, 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 pull up, toss your junk in there that's not serving you and then have them take it away and transmute it. But the work of the solar pluses is a big one because I often say that, you know, when I'm working with clients and I'm reading their energy, most people work from the heart chakra up. They do not take the time to declutter or energetically release what isn't serving them in their bottom three chakras and they become what I call the packer. Now the packer is somebody that, like I said, if you are like thinking about putting a plant in a pot and you have the soil there and you pack it down and you pack it down and it gets just firmer and tighter and tighter, that's what we do with most of our energy in the lower three. Now what physically happens in your solar plexus is it's tied to your digestion right? So it's like, if you are not passing things through, if the divine download is not getting to where it needs to go, you'll know because your digestion will be off, right? The physical manifestation of energy is there to support you. Your body is just trying to help you understand where to focus your attention on, like which chakra is out of alignment. And so digestion is a very, very key piece to your solar plexus, which in I'm being honest, is what I'm working on in 2021. When I was 17 years old, I, this was my initial piece. So this is me going into my junk drawer and being willing. Cause like this, you work through the little stuff first. You know what I mean? Like you, you clear out the, the events and the people and you make space in your solar plexus that is lighter. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That one guy told me this. I don't believe that. You know, I don't believe that money grows on trees. <laughs> just using that, you know, we are, we're all told that, you know, money doesn't just grow on trees, but we have to break down even those simpler beliefs. But the deeper one for me came when I was 17 and, you know, someone dear to me looked at me and said, you know, you're killing your mother. And I was like, <gasps> and I didn't realize in that moment that I picked up the belief that I had the capacity to hurt the ones I loved at that level. And so my digestion has been off since I was 17 years old. And so 2021 is about the willingness to dive into that emotion. 
you know, my mentor, Jesse Johnson, often says, you know, it's like we climb a staircase that's going up and we circle around and eventually we come back to the same things over and over again, but we're having a higher perspective every time we deal with them. And I believe that, right? Because this is, again, something that I've, my family and our, like our families, you guys, you know, thank goodness we have spirituality and growth as an option um, so that we can work through these different levels. Ultimately, for me, the more successful we become, the more work we do in our energy floors to support more wealth, more team, more impact, more devotion, more love coming into our energetic body. So every time you cycle up this staircase, you're really just unpacking more boxes to create more space for your impact to, to get out into the world in a bigger way. So this one particularly, so 2021 being my solar plexus is my year of actually working through my fear of hurting the people that I love through thought, through word, through deed, that any action that I take could cause somebody that I love to commit suicide, to hurt themselves, to cause any physical harm in any way. And I've carried this one for a really, really long time. I've worked through it like a little bit, like on spooled the yarn, but the majority of the work that it is being done as, and just to give you an example that it's not always energetic, it's, it begins in the physical form for me. So this year I'm working on, an herb, like I'm working with an herbologist and I'm doing a full elimination diet as we're speaking, meaning I'm cutting out gluten and dairy. And in the past I have attempted to do these things, you know, and I've let myself cheat or I've gone off of it because I've, I've felt like it was through lack, right? Like, oh, you can't have these things. And for the first time ever in my life, it actually feels wealthy to do this work. It feels like what a gift I'm giving myself. What an opportunity to, you know, create really clear the inflammation that's been there. And, but I know that doing the work through the herbologist and the elimination creates the opportunity for the emotion that is, you know, causing me to do the eating to be coming forward. Now, what a gift that is. I swear you'll get here where you'll see the gift in this. Like you'll be like, yeah, bring that one on. So like, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going like super clean for three months. I'm devoting all of my attention into this so that I can be of higher service to you guys through this work in my solar plexus, because ultimately, you know, that seat of your knowing, that capacity to tap into my intuition, this willingness to stand in my worth fully as the priestess, as the goddess, as, you know, the divine embodiment of the feminine within my role here on earth, that's a fucking important to me. <laughs> and I want to be, you know, a really good role model of that for my kids and for my clients. I'm a, you know, person who practices what she coaches and she teaches. And so this year I'm super jazzed to do the physical and the energetic work on my solar plexus. So I would love to know about you. When I was talking about the solar plexus, what came through for you? Are you still working through perfectionism, imposter syndrome? Are you feeling like your voice doesn't matter, that you have trouble being seen? Can you tie it to a situation in your past? Let me know. 
You know where to find me on social media and share, share it with your friends. And I look forward to beaming in next week to talk to you about heart chakra, our fourth floor of our energetic body. Don't forget to tune in this week with our special guest, Beck Power, and, you know, her journey in her solar plexus. Wow, that episode was mind-blowing. I hope you had as many ahas listening to it as I had recording it. I would love to see the Rebel Unicorns podcast spread far and wide across the globe, across the universe. So if you want to share it on your social media with something that you found impactful, leave a review, send it to a friend. It would be so deeply appreciated. Also, a little side note, I did recently change my name. I downloaded a year and a half ago that my name was Avalon Starlight. It was previously my birth name was Tamara Arnold. And if you're interested in learning what your rebel unicorn house is, oh yeah, there's a quiz for that. Think Harry Potter, except you're sorted into how you are impacting the world with your stardust and what energy you're here to shift and change. You can find out your rebel unicorn house at www dot tamaraarnold.ca slash quiz. Let me know, tag me in social media, send the quiz out and join the Rebel Unicorns Facebook group to be in a community of like-minded spiritual entrepreneurs who understand that when you shift your energy, you transform your business.